All right, let's go hour number three on a Monday. Hope you had a great sports weekend trying to find something other than the NFL to watch now that the Super Bowl is past. But don't worry, football never dies around here. Even if you're not into the XFL, we're only 14 days away from the start of Texas spring practice. Spring game is only 54 days away. I'm Chad Hastings. Isaiah Collier alongside. He always picks a nice beat for us to start hour number three. What do you got here, Zay? This is Max B. Why you do that? <laughs> yeah, Max B, he's in jail right now. Free Max B. I don't think he killed or harmed anybody. I think he was just carrying a gun around New York or something like that. They have oh, straight, straight gun laws and stuff. You know, in Texas, he would have been fine. But yeah, Max B, cool with Jim Jones, Dipset, has a very unique voice. Wave game, underrated. All right. Underground. Oh, and, and a New York guy. Is what New York saying. guy. Okay. Yeah. Max B with the beat to get us started this hour. We hope you are having a good Monday again. Uh, rest in peace to Red McCombs, dead at the age of 95 today. We have talked about that. We have talked NBA All-Star Game. Were you watching? Did you care? The McClung story on the dunk contest, the three-pointers with Damian Lillard going crazy, and Jason Tatum and the game turned into quite a show up in the 180s, 170s by the end of it. Not a ton of drama at the end. It was pretty clear that uh, Giannis's team was going to be a little bit better, so we've hit that. Uh, let us know if you peeked in on Tiger Woods at all. I'll be on. I'll be honest. I did. I recorded Saturday and Sunday. I watched whatever they would show me a Tiger. Then Saturday, I just got rid of the rest. And Sunday, I did then skip to the end of it just to double check on Rom to see if he finished it off. But Zay, I'm one of those people, man. Tiger will bring me in. I will watch Tiger. He was, what, 16 shots off the lead? Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to soak up every moment of him on television swinging a golf club I can get. Yeah, yeah. I know he got in a little bit of trouble for the tampon incident. Yeah. But just seeing him do that, you could see that he was having fun out there, even though he didn't do as well as I know he wanted to. He wants to win every time. That's his competitive nature, which is why he's been so good over the last two decades and plus. But, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't catch him this week, but whenever he's on, you just got to tune in. He's just that big of a moment. He had a couple big-time shots, too. Did he really? Not enough consistent ones, but he'll tell you the game is fine. Like, if they would let those guys drive a cart be a whole different story for him right but he'll just admit to you like when i'm at the house working on it my game's fine it rusty but it's all right and again out the whole thing with the tampon came after out driving justin thomas that's pretty amazing he's 47 and he's cons- he, he, not consistently he can out drive those guys at times it's about walking the course though it's about him getting all around. By the end of it, you didn't get a lot of that old man limp that we saw the last year or so, but he said it was a little tougher on me than I was letting on, and now he's backing it off and saying, look, I'm going to try to play all the majors. I might play a couple others. That's about all I can do now. Yeah. So yeah he's he's just, trying to be real with it. Yeah, medically he just can't give you what he once did. But let me ask you this. Is carts just against the game because it will ruin the courses or is it just because it's one of those old school you can't have golf carts on right it's kind of it's that old school vibe of you know when they do those events for charity and stuff they can have carts for that but yeah the the thing of golf is one one of the aspects of it is you got to be able to walk the course you got to be able to walk it and deal with it and you know they they give you the deference of somebody else can carry the bag we'll give you that caddy thing 
but you have to actually walk all the ups, all the downs, the slope changes and everything on the course. You have to deal with all of it. Is it like that in Live? Uh, I think so. I don't think they let them use carts in Live. Okay. I'd have to double check. Now, once you get to the Champions Tour, post 50, I think there's certain things there. I don't know if they make them walk everything. Yeah, that'd be cold-blooded. Somebody could tell us that. I don't know about the Champions Tour, how they deal with that. But Tiger uh, did do a a little bit at the Genesis event. And then, of course, John Rahm wins it. We also talked a little bit of XFL. Somebody texted us on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Zay, we're already in football withdrawal. And it was some quality football, very entertaining, according to one of our listeners. Just because I thought AJ McCarron was a little punk doesn't mean it wasn't good football this weekend. So did you peek in on each of the four games or were you focused in on one or two? Like how, how much did you watch? Uh, I saw one of the worst passes I've ever seen a quarterback throw by Ben DiNucci. Um, now was that- I had to see Josh Gordon play. He was not smoking weed on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed. But hey. I like that he wore zero though. Yeah. Zero was good. Did you see the Danucci to Josh Gordon touchdown? The little McCombs, McCombs the Mahomes flip. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. See, look at nice. smiling. Mahomes was, flip. That was kind of nice. We're reaching. We're reaching. That was kind of nice. We're reaching with the Mahomes flip. I get it. Patrick Mahomes has done that before, but come on. Dude, Ben DiNucci showed you exactly why he's Ben DiNucci. Yeah. The ups and the downs. That's what the challenge of being quarterback in a league like this is going to be. You're trying to show you can be a backup in the NFL. That's what you're trying to show. You're trying to be P.J. Walker. That's ultimately kind of the goal of these guys. So it's McCarron. Tayamu, a guy like Ben DiNucci. Can you show an NFL team that you're consistent enough? That's what they're trying to do right now. I saw a wide receiver go across that middle and get blown the hell up. No flag. No flag. Just keep on playing. Safety was hype. My man was on the ground slowly getting up. But was it it helmet to helmet? Because I saw one that where a dude got crushed, so. and then I saw the replay, and it was an awesome shoulder. It was a shoulder to rib hit. Yeah, and he got smashed. Would have been what targeting in the National Football League. Hell yeah, probably XFL yes. next down. Probably Keep playing. Yeah, it would have been. Um, yeah, so somebody was uh, the same listener says missing out on XFL. Y'all should check it out this weekend. No, we both checked it out, and uh, and I think took some things out of it. I just the, the thing I mentioned earlier was I like the I just I like the second chance opportunity part of it or the chance part of it. I like the angle that the rock is throwing out. Because the rock is one of the guys that stood on an XFL field in 2001 and basically cut a promo on the NFL. And I thought, "Oh, that is the wrong way to go. You guys are What do you say? You guys are going to be buried. He he invents in separate places. They went out to the midfield and basically tried to play the we're going to take over football. <laughs> you tell the NFL we're coming, and he did like a, you know, NFL if you smell what the XFL is cooking. <laughs> it's like, no, boys, that is not how you need to handle this. Now they're handling it more, I think, in a more realistic way. It's about your opportunities. It's about embracing what the NFL can be and saying, hey, can we get these guys a chance to get on a roster? Yeah. The, one of the best parts of the XFL, of what I saw, was everybody being mic'd up. Everybody, from coaches, referees, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You could hear everybody calling plays, just being locked in the game, conversating with one another. They're going to players in between plays, talking to them, interviewing. I thought that was cool, which that's something the NFL would never pick up on because everybody's so anal on 
and being protective of their plays and not wanting to give anybody else the you know upper hand on scouting and different things like that, which yeah. I get, but I would love to have a what the coach for the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell being mic'd up? Are you serious? Well, see, and that's what the NFL needs to think about. They'll do NFL film stuff like afterwards. Yeah. So they need to think about, is there anything you could do during a game? Catch it real time. I don't like interviews during games. I've never been into that. I don't care about that part. The stuff where a guy just scored a touchdown, eh, whatever. Like the Ricky Proles kid thing. At the very end when it's over, maybe. But middle of the game, talking to coaches and stuff, I don't care about that part. I like the live action stuff, though, like you're talking about. Mic them up, get some Nat sound. NBA has done a good job of using that these last few years. So I agree with you. I like that part. Somebody said, I supported the XFL, left the dining room TV on the games, didn't watch, though. Well, that's a step. Yeah. It's okay, Nate. You're getting there. You're getting there. Somebody said, what did you guys think of the beer snake? All right, so we need to talk about this just because of how weird it was. I'm going to give love to two sites in the XFL. San Antonio felt really hyped up, and they've said that's where the championship game is going to be, by the way. And they're at the Alamo Dome? They're at the Alamo Dome. Congrats to San Antonio. I, don't, I didn't hear the number, but I told you all they'd gotten about 30000 in there for that AAF team. They were in there. They were fired up. And then that Washington, D.C. crowd last night. Zay, I didn't realize it was going to be like that. That apparently is the D. I think that's where the D.C. United plays, soccer. So they get fired up, and some point during the game, and I'll admit, I, I noticed it just before they did a close-up. I'm like, what are those little dots on the field? What is that? Is that a marker? Is that the little bag that the officials throw? No, they were lemons. And then the announcer tries to explain this, and they go to the sideline reporter, and she does a decent job of explaining what happened. And they said that they all they love to do the beer cup snake thing, where you stack up all the beer cups like we used to do as kids. We would just try to take as many out as we could. Now they stretch it across like sections, and they call it the beer snake. Well, they had the beer snake going on, and then the ushers or the security or whatever showed up and took it away from them. So their way to fight back or comment on it was to throw these lemons on the field. Which brings us back around, Zay, to the overall question I still haven't heard the answer to. Why were there whole lemons at a professional football game? Where are they getting the lemons from? These are entire... This isn't... Not the little wedge that goes in your water at a restaurant. Not that. Not the little lemon that might go in a drink if I got a cocktail. Full lemons. I don't know where they came... Did you guys bring lemons? So just in case you needed them, and they threw the lemons, they stopped the game for a second, then they went back and they put a sign up that said you can't throw stuff, and they went on. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I hadn't either. I, now, the beer snake, that's a little common. Like You see that at, what, soccer games? I've seen that at soccer. I've seen it at some football games. And what football games have you seen this at? I've seen it at a uh, some college games because more and more college okay. stadiums now are selling right, beer. Right, 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 right. Because yeah, when I was kids, dude, when I was a little kid, that's what my brother and I loved to do. We'd go around the stadium after it was over, and we'd collect as many cups as we could, and we'd walk out with you know thirty five cups stacked up. And my mom would roll her eyes and realize, oh geez, yeah, I'll wash two of them, and then we got to throw the rest away. We're gonna give those away or something. So now it's just kind of a. It's kind of an evolution, I guess, of that. So, the yeah, it's weird. Somebody says they're getting the lemons from the lemonade stand. Maybe. 
But what? Oh, you, so they stealing them? I was like, gonna say you're gonna have to hold that person hostage. It felt like they got them quickly. I still don't know where all of that. You remember that steak place? You are cooks where you made your own steak. Was that what they were doing with people? <laughs> make, make your own lemonade. Make your own lemonade day. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, somebody said, was that Acho and Lowell in the Houston game? They did, a, they did really well, I thought. It was. That was the thing. You're going to see announcers you already know. We know Lowell Galindo and Sam Acho. We know it was Joey Galloway and Matt Barry doing a game. Not like the first edition of the XFL where they actually put wrestling announcers on the game. Oh, stop it. Morons. Like they, Mick Foley and stuff? No, no. They had like JR and Jerry <laughs> Lawler calling a game. And you know who they had on the sideline? Je- Gamble money. Jesse Ventura. And one of their famous moments was Jesse Ventura basically going up to a coach and asking a question in a completely rude way about, Coach, why would you do that? That was a gutless call. It was dumb. Oh. It was so dumb. But this one feels like a real football league, and hopefully they get a little, uh, you know, they get a little steam behind it. I just want them to be able to finish and maybe have a little momentum at the end. They got run, you know, they got stopped by COVID the last time. They were actually playing some pretty good ball at that point. One one of the things I told you to watch for Zay was the kickoff thing. Dope. I like that. You like it. I like that. Could you deal with that as an NFL and college fan? <sighs> Or is it too hokey for you? It's a little hokey, but I like it. I don't know if I could deal with it. 92% on the returns. And you're getting an average start position a little bit ahead. They're, get, they're gaining about five yards. You're starting up around the 30 instead of the 25. So it's not a big difference, but my God, think of what it's saving those guys physically. Yeah. So I, I think I could go there. What about for, I see somebody take it to the house. What about the fact that we, we, as we were going through the A.J. McCarron thing, that team took advantage of 4th and 15 and won the game. So is that a play that you actually think could be legitimate one day, or is that too far? I like that, too. I think that could be legitimate. Because I dug that moment. It's I was way better than the onside kick. I, I can't stand that. I was rooting for San Antonio, but all I kept thinking was, you know what, Brahmas, you got to stop this. You stop it if you don't want it to happen. I like that they went for three. They were aggressive there. And then they said, all right, let's go, fourth and 15. Okay, stop it. A.J. McCarron hit y'all with an 18-yard out to Ricky Prohl's kid. That's a damn shame. That ain't about wacky rules, fellas. That's about y'all couldn't cover it. And by the way, Heinz Ward, late in that game, deer in the headlights. <laughs> I felt for him, man. No, hell Heinz no. Heinz Ward. Hell no. Glazed look on his face. He just stared at a lot of it. This is what you asked for, coach. Wow. This is what you asked for, coach. They might have had him mic'd up, Zay, but I don't know because he didn't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) He just (laughs) stared into space. At least let them go to the side because, I mean, you would think they could talk on their cell phones. It's the XFL. They should be able to do whatever they want. (laughs) But go on the sideline, Heinz. Call up Bill Cower uh-huh. and let them know what to do in this situation. Coach, Oof. help. Help, hey, please. Young coaches, him, uh, Terrell Buckley. Terrell Buckley in week one had to face Wade Phillips. And you could tell by the end of that game. Scheme they Who ass. had the advantage mm-hmm. in that ball game? So you, you got to see that throughout the, throughout the weekend as well. Uh, there'll be a Thursday night game this week if you want to check it out. XFL week one. Uh, seems like some people dug it. 
So uh, somebody says, I like the 4th and 15 option. This says, I will become a Renegades fan when Stoops gets fired. That's the way a lot of people are around Texas. Yeah. See, and I, I, I've had, I have issues with them because I don't love that blue, but I really don't like that they changed the logo. I don't like that they're Arlington instead of Dallas. What's wrong with that? Did Jerry make them change it? What's wrong with the Dallas Renegades? They look fine in 2020. Why, why do we need to change that? I can't remember that you're Arlington. No team is called Arlington to us Dallas area folk. I mean, at least they play there. They play there, but that's the why can't you be Dallas? Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit with them and San Antonio. Those are the two teams I'm gonna kind of focus on. Um I can't do the Houston Pro team thing. It's just there's no way that's gonna happen. This says the whole lemon thing seemed fake, like it was a stunt with the rock involved, like it felt a little WWE ish. I don't know that it was that. Rock was there. He was at that game? He and Dana went to all uh, Dana. He and Danny went to all four games. The ownership group, those two, and whatever that guy's name is, the other guy that was with them, they went to all four. But think about this. If you think about the schedule, it was all in Texas day one. Day uh, one okay. day one, they just they started and went Arlington, Houston. And then for day two, they had to go San Antonio to Washington, DC. Now that's a trip. Yeah, that's a little bit. But they were all four games. They wanted to show these guys that they are they care as an ownership group. Okay. I like what they're I like what they're sending out there message wise. All I need in spring leagues is just a couple opportunities. Just give a couple of these guys opportunities. Let's let let us look back and have a couple of, you know, he hate me, Tommy Maddox, uh, those kind of stories. Because I think they're cool. Uh, Turpin is the most recent example. The USFL produced some of those guys. And then there are certain guys that are just going to live in these leagues, man. This, you know, Luis Perez, Jordan Te'amu may just end up living in a spring league. Like, God, that's rough. If that's what he wants to do, right? But he's going to keep trying to get there. Davion Smith, who I talked about last week, running back from Michigan, who's with is it Houston? No, 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 it's Arlington. And if he doesn't ultimately get back on an NFL team at 28, 29, is he just going to stay there? Is he going to just be a spring you know, running back? Yeah, like I, I said in that, uh, last week, you can't knock any of these guys' love for the game. If no. you're willing to play in this, because you can't be getting paid any type of stupid guap. It just has to be a decent right. salary to put a little <laughs> Did bit Did you of say stupid guap? Stupid guap. It ain't nothing like that. <laughs> it ain't nothing uh, like that. Like, guys are getting no. cut because they don't want to eat the pizza in other leagues. So there ain't no crazy money getting thrown around. It has to be a lot of passion and love for the game involved to get these guys to keep competing like this. Yeah, somebody says June Jones is still in that league. June's been in those spring leagues for a while now calling plays. He seems to be comfortable there, I guess. Uh, and I don't know if he's going to get another opportunity, but it feels like he may be a spring guy for a, well, uh, for a while. Somebody else mentioning the A.J. McCarron thing. So one more time, as much as you respect these guys and their, and their effort and they want to play, are you not respecting it for A.J. McCarron? Is it different for you because he was at Bama? That's what a lot of people have been talking about. Like, because he was at Bama somehow, it changes. And he won national titles. Yes. And he's been in the league. He got in the league a little bit and was a backup. So yeah. is he different to you than all these other dudes? He's a little different. Okay. He's a little different. Does the wife help make him different? A little bit, yeah. Not that they're all not married to lovely women, I'm sure. Right, right. They're, they're yeah, married. I'm glad he's happily married. I'm glad the kids saw Pops do what he does. But choking up, tearing up, that yeah. goes back to the Alabama 
quarterback thing. Yeah, it like had been won national championships, dog. Yeah, it had been a while since he uh, since he was out there, and uh, you can see it matters to these guys. That and that's another thing, kind of back to the NBA All Star Game discussion. As long as it matters to them, and I can see that it matters, that's all I care about. I don't care if the final of the All Star Game is two hundred and six to two hundred and four. If they care, I'm. I'm going to at least check it out a little bit. They ain't care last night. I tell myself I'm going to watch it a little bit each year. I'm entertained by some of it, but I do think the NBA has some questions to ask and answer because it's starting to fade a little further off and a little further off, and this is starting to be more and more about just little factions of players. It's not about teams. It's not about teams of five. This is about groups of one or two or maybe three guys It's like, do all of y'all really want to be here? You're in total control of this league right now. You can do just about anything you want. Do you want to shut that weekend down or change it in some way? They need to figure it out. Well, it started when the San Antonio Spurs started doing load management. When the team with that type of success that the San Antonio Spurs put on for however many years that Tim Duncan was in the league, 97 to 2018, whatever, whenever he retired, the Spurs... They were the ones to put load management out there and to show the success that came from it. So you see that not only in the NBA, but you see it in the All-Star game to where the best players on their respective teams know they're too valuable to go out there and really try. Like, they can't be getting hurt. Like, LeBron hurting his hand. Like, I know Lakers fans were like, yo, that's, right, we can't have that happen. We got four, 24 games left. We're at the 13th seed. Ain't no way LeBron James can get hurt. Like we got Anthony Davis, who just walking down the street, he might twist his ankle. Sure. And if I'm a Bucks fan, even that little bit Giannis played, I might have been a Heck, little yeah, nervous. Yeah. And plus, Kobe broke his nose in like 2014. Like D Wade and Kobe were guarding one another. Oh, Kobe I forgot about that. And broke his nose, and everybody was like, "Yo, <laughs> we're lucky it's Kobe, and he might be the toughest guy to ever lace <laughs> right, him up." Right. And he like loves this type of stuff. Like Kobe was laughing. It was like, "That's what I'm talking about, young." I appreciate yeah. that, D-Wade. I'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. And he, I think he gave D-Wade like 45 when they met up in yeah. the March uh, appearance, Miami versus the Lakers. So, Reset the nose himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's just – and Anthony Edwards talked about it, how much he hates load management. And, um, you know, for Anthony Edwards, it's his third year in the league. He was the number one pick. You're 22 years old. Like, you don't understand soreness yet. Like, you don't get – Right. Where LeBron is. For LeBron to be LeBron and to play as long as he did, you got to take some nights off. I don't like it, too. Right. I, I don't, but I understand it. Yeah, I get it. I'd rather, okay, not see LeBron or Kevin Durant in Game 62 because I want to see them in the Western Conference Finals in Game 7. And to get them in the Western Conference Finals in Game 7, sometimes you got to avoid game 62 right. just is what it is yeah they got uh, they got to figure some of that out but i think there were there were parts of it that were really entertaining i thought of the all-star weekend let us know what you thought 337-3776 is the specs text line also up next why today matters a little february 20th for you we got some massive birthdays in the world of sports big round numbers for a basketball and baseball legend we will hit that and see what else is going on from the weekend and as we hit february the 20th also we've got our monday night lineup coming for you and a special Tuesday location for the afternoon show. We'll let you know about that next on the horn. Welcome to the um, South Side. Nah, uh-uh. Just South Side of H-Time. 
you got a peep game. You know what I'm saying? Cause on Texas from the South and Louisiana and Mississippi from the South, Atlanta, Georgia, South. That's why we do the on South Side, the South Side, yeah, the South Side, the South Side. Everybody do the South Side. Rolling through a Monday, about to tell you why today matters. I like this one. I don't recognize it, but I like it. I'm assuming it's called Southside? That's right. Okay. How Southside are we going here? Southside of, like, Houston, Atlanta? Where are we going? Houston. He mentioned Houston. Yeah. So, UGK? Nah. Good guess, I mean, yeah. All right, individual artist or a group? Individual. Individual It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. All right, go ahead and tell me. Lil Kiki. Oh, okay. We played Lil Kiki multiple times on this show. You know, Chad, This for me, there's a lot of legendary Houston songs. It's hard Whoa. to not put this number one for me. Man, that's tough. I think we might have just had an N-bomb get through there. Like, All there's right. a dance you could do to it. Southside dance. It's just how, a legendary song. How does that work on the radio if the N-bomb gets through only there while we're just kind of talking? Does we get in trouble for that one? I don't know. N-bomb how. just get... Yeah, huh? it sounded like it. It sounded clean. I don't think so. It's the clean no. version. Is it a clean version? Okay, yeah. good. All right, we'll, we'll fall back on that. Okay. We'll, we'll say we got the clean version. All right. All right. Uh, so high level of respect for Lil' Kiki? Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah? Okay. Huge. All right, Lil' Kiki, The Temptations, Rufus and Shaka Khan, Finn, Lizzie, and Tigers of Pantang have all been on the show today. Oh, yeah. It's been a crazy music show. It always is uh, around here. Max B with a great beat to start the hour. It's Chad and Zay with you. Folks trying to process the uh, trying to process a lot of things from the weekend. All-Star game stuff in the NBA. Somebody said the pre-All-Star game was way too long. Halftime, too. Way too many people talking and telling jokes. The halftime did take a while. Yeah, it took a little bit. Like that extra bit, that extra love for LeBron and halftime. I'm not saying saying you don't mark the LeBron thing, but man, that felt like it took a while. LeBron and Carl Malone and Kareem and the story and Dwayne Wade is narrating stuff, and I'm like, wait, what? What? What's going on? Yeah, I think they just want to take advantage of Kareem, Malone, and LeBron all being in the same place at once. Right. When they honor LeBron, have a number three, Carmelo, number two, Kareem, and then the leading scorer in NBA history, LeBron James, and honor him. So I, I get that, but I was so over the Carmelo stuff. Like, y'all know what Carmelo did. Yeah, see, I'd forgotten all about the Carmelo thing. That is, you're right. There's a, there's, a, there's a creepy factor to that that they probably should have avoided. And if you're going to do it, just do it before tip. Why halftime? Why yeah. did that need? And Janelle Monet shows up to narrate the beginning. Good. I was oh, good she, with that though. I was she looks fantastic as always. But that's not enough of a reason to give me a full halftime piece there, just because she's good looking. I mean, she's is great looking, but that took a while. Yeah, the only two legends in Utah Jazz history is a nuts conspiracy theorist, John Stockton, and a pervert Carmelo. <laughs> Ain't that bitch? Ain't that bitch? <laughs> just wow, a, man! All right, that's uh. <laughs> sometimes you got the legends like, you no, got. Nobody likes the Jazz, like nobody. But if you want even more reason not to like them, Malone and Stockton, mm. they make it real easy. All right, uh, let's see about today. We got a big. Uh, speaking of basketball legends, we got one with a birthday today. Let's go. Why today matters on February twentieth. <laughs> 
Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, how about big round numbers for the round mound of rebound? Charles Barkley is 60 today. Nice even number. You might have seen them giving Charles a little birthday cake last night. That is why. Today is his birthday. So he is 60. The old school kids is Auburn, in case you don't know that one. Charles was uh, unbelievable at Auburn and uh, obviously incredible in the NBA. And then it is the 40th birthday today for Justin Verlander. The now New York Met. I am just destined never to root for this man. He went from the Astros to the Mets, one team I don't root for to another team I don't root for. So uh, best of luck to Justin Verlander in New York, I guess. Does he need luck? No, he doesn't. Yeah, so never man mind. has Kate Uptons, one World Series, one Cy Youngs. He don't need much no, luck. No, he doesn't need luck. You're right. So, Justin, I wish you no luck because <laughs> you're – You've got enough of your own. Do you know the old school on Justin Verlander? This is, oh, a, this wow. is a good one. It's a good one. Small school. It's not. It's not an anything kind of school. If anything, it's a basketballish school. But he did play baseball there. Hit. Um. It's three letters. Three letters. Three letters, and it's small. So it's not LSU or FSU. It's nothing like that. FIU. No, you're kind of in the right neighborhood, though, size-wise. Or Atlantic? No. How about Crap. ODU? What? Old Dominion. Old Dominion. That's where he went. Isn't that Oklahoma? Uh, Where's Old Dominion at? Old Dominion is up in... God, I can't be right. No, no, no. It's up in, like, is it Virginia somewhere? Okay. I think it's I think it's a northeast. I think it's northeast of us. Wow. Yep. Old Dominion is uh, Justin Verlander. Also, happy birthday today to Rihanna. 35 years old, coming off of the Super Bowl halftime show, which many did not enjoy for different reasons. Zay was not a fan. Zay needed more skin from Rihanna. Show 35. that bump, Riri. Uh-huh. Show that bump, girl. Today would have been Kurt Cobain's 56th birthday. Died in 94. How about this one? Uh, Cindy Crawford and Kurt Cobain are only a year apart in age. I would have never thought that. That's a weird thing. Kurt Cobain would have been 56 today. Cindy Crawford is 57 today. Like legendary supermodel? Uh-huh. Cindy Crawford? Yeah. They're oh. only a year apart. That doesn't feel right to me. Huh. Somehow that does. But I guess I guess if we laid the careers on top of the top one on top of the other, I guess it makes sense. Um, also, let's see. Legendary actor Sidney Portier would have been 96 today. We uh, just lost him in 2022. Dang. Sidney lived a long time. Sidney Ram McCombs in upper 90s. I'm telling people. you, man, these dudes getting into their 90s. I told you, Dick Van Dyke's 97. He was on Mass Singer the other night. It's crazy. All these guys, uh, men and women, living into that. Betty White? Betty, yeah. Did she make it to 100 or damn near? I think she was right there. It was like before. just shy? Yeah, just shy. Yeah, man. There's a lot of good, a lot of these folks getting into their 90s. Uh, also, yesterday, Smokey Robinson was 83. Tony Iommi uh, from Black Sabbath, 75 for you metalheads. And one of the best players in the NBA, Nikola Jokic, 28 years old, yesterday. He's so good. He's so good. You know, if he wins a third MVP this year, which... He probably will. Denver leading the West. I mean, he's obviously their best player. He's a triple uh, double threat every single night at seven foot, being one of the best passers in the league. You gotta guard him out to the three point line. He'll shoot that on you. Like 
he's putting himself in rare category. Like the last three-time MVP, three straight, was Larry Bird, 84 through 86. Wow. So, yeah. That's a that's, great stat. I wouldn't have guessed him oh, right away. Incredible what Joker's doing. And, you know, last night, that wasn't his type of game. It wasn't Luka's type of game either. But, right. man, for being one of those guys in the league, he might not be a household name, which is crazy for a two-time mvp but, yeah, he's one of the best players we've seen in the last two decades. Easy. No doubt. All-star game last night. Got crazy with the scoring and points, and uh, it was Jason Tatum that ended up with the MVP there. So there's some reasons February 20th matters to us today. There's a lot of uh, lot of stuff out there, and uh, we are going through all of it uh, on this Monday. Coming up, stems and seeds before we get out of here. Some NFL notes, including that Eric Bieniemy is now in your division, Cowboys fans. We've talked a little bit about that. We'll hit that story and get you ready for the Monday night lineup right here on the Horn. On to you. All right, uh, just about to wrap it up on a Monday. See if I heard it correctly. G Unit. That's right. 50 Cent involved? 50 Cent, yeah. There you go. All right. Now I'll give it to you. This is actually Tony Yayo's okay. song, So Seductive. But Tony Yayo's in G-Unit. You heard 50. It counts. Okay. It counts. I'll give it to you. Tony Yayo? Tony Yayo, yeah. Yayo. All right. Tony Yayo. Little Kiki. we got some great names today. Temptations, Rufus and Shaka Khan, Thin Lizzy, Tigers of Pantang, and uh, that Max B beat to get us started this hour was great as well. Chad and Zay with you on this Monday. G-Unit as a group, do they have albums? or is this? Yeah, they have a couple. They do have a couple? Yeah. yeah I... Anything worth listening to? Uh, mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. G-Unit is something that 50 Cent was a part of before he became a solo artist? Or like at the same time? Around the same time. Around the same time. Yeah, usually... All big solo artists have some type of group or like a lot of younger guys that they're trying to put on and bring with their success. So Jay-Z had Rockefeller. Nas had The Firm. Eminem had Shady and D12 in them. Mm -hmm. 50 had G-Unit. Okay. So, you know, Lloyd Banks was all right. Tony Ayo, all right. Young Buck, all right. They tried. (laughs) They put in the effort. They put in the effort. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people still listen to all those guys, but yeah, once they got rid of game and stuff, GU, they kind of went in the crapper. They were trying to get their opportunity. Just yeah, like, exactly. Just and, like guys in the XFL. Yeah, and 50 Cent, like if you ain't making no money from them, he going to turn on you in a heartbeat. <laughs> so he Is turned right? on those guys, and <laughs> GU, he went on to do his 50 Cent thing, and GU, they kind of fell back a lot all right fair enough all right a lot of stuff on the board today trying to go through the weekend uh of not only longhorn sports uh obviously men's basketball with the win against oklahoma staying in the first place discussion women's basketball team has a first place clash in norman this saturday texas and oklahoma on the women's side tied for first place and they will battle in Norman this week. Longhorns actually get the week off. So do the Sooners, uh, as the schedule would have it. This is kind of like when Alabama and LSU 
LSU play in college football, and you know, they both have the bye week. So that's kind of what the women's teams uh, are going through this week. So we're getting ready for that. Uh, softball is, uh, is is looking good. They've started the season. I think it's 8-1-1 one, and one, technically, and they've won five or six in a row now. It's that baseball team that's off to a sluggish start. We talked about them as well, losing all three to the SEC teams to get the season started. But we've also had some national stuff to hit. NBA All-Star Game, XFL, Tiger, and the Genesis Tournament. And yes, some NFL news and notes. Let's jump in there on stems and seeds, and we'll get you all caught up. Here we go. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. So, uh, Eric Bieniemy is going to be the new OC in Washington and the assistant head coach. So that means the Chiefs need to figure out, do they want to get somebody else in there to call plays, or are they just going to admit that Andy Reid's really calling plays? What do they do there, Zay? Leave it alone? Yeah, I mean, Andy Reid's been calling the shots anyway. He gets all the credit. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while. Like that big-ass Waffle House menu-looking playbook that he's got, that ain't for no reason. Yeah, that's his. That's his. So I guess maybe we'll have to keep an eye on that. And then Eric Bieniemy in Washington, is he finally going to get a path to a head coaching job? You said it earlier. If he dials up Sam Howell or convinces everybody but you that Heineke is really good because you already like Heineke. Oh, yeah. If he can do one of those things, maybe then he gets a job? You would think. Man. You got a lot of, I love Taylor Heineke, but he I You got a lot of I quarterbacks in that room, Carson Wentz yeah. included. If he could do anything with those guys in the NFC East, which we know how good that division is, all three teams mm-hmm. made the playoff that wasn't the Commanders. He should get his shot. They got good receivers, too, right? They still have McLaren and yeah. some of those other guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Rex Ryan interviewed for the Denver, D.C. job. We'll keep our eyes on that story as well. Plus, Zay in the NBA, Russell Westbrook apparently is planning to sign with the L.A. Clippers. Does this help a playoff run, hinder a playoff run, or no re- no result? I mean, no, you know, re- I guess reaction at all for you? No reaction. None. I mean, they got Bones Highland from Denver for a, to be a backup point guard, and I think he's way better than Russell Westbrook at this point of Russell's career. So just to finish out these 25-something games, maybe throw him in there, but he definitely ain't going to close games for you. And, you know, we have a Clippers fan on the Specs text line. I tell that Clippers fan, it don't matter who y'all bring in as long as Kawhi ain't healthy or Paul George ain't healthy, it don't matter. If those guys are healthy, then you should be all right. You should be good. Can this version of Russell Westbrook set those guys up any better than anybody else can? No. Okay. No, he's just not good enough as a shooter, so he's playing off them. He's playing off PG and playing off Kawhi Leonard. So So he's not setting them up. Yeah. One thing that makes Serge Abari Rice so good is he's – Amazing playing off closeouts, meaning once he catches the ball, whether it's a catch-and-shoot or catch-and-drive, he's great at. Since Russell Westbrook is such a bad shooter, he's not good at playing off closeouts because nobody's closing out. So he has to do a lot of stuff one-on-one and have the ball in his hands a lot, which you don't want the ball in his hands a lot because you got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. (laughs) Look for that story as we head towards the second half of the NBA schedule. Looks like Russell Westbrook may end up back in L.A. 
just headed to that other locker room with the Clippers. All right, we're uh, we're wrapping it up. That means Ball Don't Lie is coming up with Rod and Hards. Remember, they're going to be down in Mudbugs in Buda tomorrow celebrating Mardi Gras. Get down there and see them tomorrow. Today they're right here in studio. 7 o'clock tonight, it's Soccer Matters. 8 o'clock in Sincerious with Patrick and the crew. If you haven't checked out our Monday night lineup, we invite you to do that. We hope you're having a good President's Day. We hope you continue to do that. Rest in peace again to Red McCombs, dead at the age of 95 today. A lot of stuff going on on this Monday. We'll be back for a Tuesday show tomorrow. Stay safe. See ya!